welcome ladies and gentlemen and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Leroy's Library, Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy's weekly podcast where we cover our community culture events, news and any relevant information regarding life here on earth and in Bangkok. My name is Leroy Janconius III, here to serve you a soul-filling feast featuring poetry, music, and the rest of the collective creative output from members of our community. On this week's episode, we take a deep dive inside the self with the healthy helping of poetry that examines the ego. So here's a warning to the feeble-hearted. Up ahead, seas get choppy with lackluster skies once we force our eyes to lie upon the truth we've long surmised yet long denied. Along the way, we take a good look at stories from a few good books that have served as anchors for the human psyche and guided societies across the planet on how to surpass this self-defeating monster. It's three monsters in the bedroom, but you've only ever seen two. The one under the bed and the one in the attic behind the ceiling light. They show different faces, but both hide in kindred darkness. See, fear and desire both draw strength from the tenured lack of light recessing and knowledge's recesses. And that mattress ain't shit, but the carpet stitched the springs and cotton feared and gotten swept under. And he'll never let you forget that he's down there. So you skip town there. You found there. Fly fast, forward and far. You dash toward them stars. Then your barge ends up stuck in a whole lot of nothing. Desire's light had you rushing, treated and tricked you to think you could keep fear away, so you steer away, flying blind with stars in your eyes towards the darkness you think you know until you hit that summit and shit, you plummet, cause that thing you covered and stop fear from coming in and rummaging in parts of you that you just can't stomach. They convinced you your pipes is weak, it's a leak, and they got just what you need to fix the plumbing, so keep running, these brothers is mad cunning, they swing flaming swords back and forth for like forever and a fortnight like a snitchless game of Quidditch, so your brain is skittish, lenses littered, fitted like a new era, this pair of bounces pounce and scramble up your ego infinito, whip it to work. Wow, who'd have thought it would work? How they keep guarding that garden, the very one you were born and begotten. You done must have forgotten, tricked and fooled into walking, ego coffin, slammed in, clamoring to and froze and let it go. No one else but self dance between the darkness, time to the rhythm rattling threshold, the third monster waits behind. It's a locked door metronome you've done learned to hate. Shit never hibernates. You can feel its pace. The walls shake with every step it takes. The doorknob to the base that your blood circulates. And when you stop heaving, You can hear it breathing, a faint screaming sinks in, so your judgment's blinking, then you're thinking of its repugnance, you quit your reach, you keep trudging, huffing, puffing, bludgeoning, scuffed, soul, soul by the very sucker, too disgusted to stop and wonder what sort of spell they be under. 
You blunder, bending back to keep fronting and acting like half of you ain't sure which side of the lock is the trap. It's three monsters in your bedroom. You've only ever seen two. But ain't no mirrors in there. There's an old saying that tells us it's easier to kill a real fire-breathing giant scaly dragon with your bare hands than it is to kill the dragon within. This is because you and the dragon within are one, and this dragon is not defeatable. You cannot defeat the dragon without defeating and killing yourself. So to be at peace, the dragon must be neutralized. And according to Hindu and Buddhist wisdom, the key to such a peace is attained through dissolving the ego with a neutral mind state that is keenly aware of itself and accepts itself without judgment. The way that we perceive our environment tends to be a reflection of our inner monster's view of itself. The real dragon is in you. And what is that real dragon? That's your ego holding you in. What's my ego? What I want, what I believe, what I can do, what I think I love, and all that. What I regard as the aim of my life and so forth. It might be too small. It might be that which pins you down. And if it's simply that of doing what the environment tells you to do, it certainly is pinning you down. And so the environment is your dragon as it reflects within yourself. As Joseph Campbell said in his interview with Bill Moyers, fear and desire are what make up the ego's self-projections. Both are seductive temptresses, much like the three daughters Mara sent before the Buddha, or the legions of warriors that followed their failed advances. Buddha yet remained still in the immovable spot beneath the Bodhi tree. Only then was his ego certifiably shed. Another story that illustrates this concept is that of Christ's encounter with Satan in the desert. Striking down offers of physical sustenance and material wealth and power. These are examples of Christ's battle with his own ego. Ultimately, Jesus retains mastery of self and remains detached from the world much like the Buddha managed in his encounter with Mara. There are some people I'm glad I'm not. And there are some people I'd like to be. <laughs> but not all the time. Uh, I'd only really like to be them partially. When I sit back and I reflect, only then do I see. The only person I could truly ever be is me. Thank you very much. Dominic Cartwright's poem entitled About Envy concisely communicates what the side effects of a lack of self-awareness are. It's natural to feel a bit of envy every now and then. Matter of fact, it provides golden opportunities for self-examination, which are absolutely necessary if you intend to dissolve your ego and defeat the dragon. 
But this can only be achieved if a mastery of self happens, such that the ego is effectively killed and any notion of who you think you are at the moment dies with it. So in this paradigm of self-examination, your ego is not more to you than what a set of shedding scales is to a snake. Soon they'll be discarded to make way for new growth, and not long after, those new scales will slip off just as well. And the storms that ensue from this detachment will resurge. So this is an ongoing and eternal cycle of battles with the ego that you and yourself must be ready to endure and engage in. The ego is the eye and flies with the eye of the storm. That maelstrom of needs and desires, all the commands of the self, those things to which I aspire, my ego directs where all needs dwell. I know what I am. I am here. This is me. I am this body, this feelings, these needs, these compulsions and urges. This identity compels and demands that I act accordingly. My hands are strong. My shoulders broad. I am a man. This is how I'm defined. My ego calls. Stand up. Flex. Be strong. Know yourself. Be thyself. Or so says a conventional wisdom. So the eye is the ego, and the eye of the storm is within me, is me, and fights to be the master, uncontrolled, raging for existence, denying me. I act, I love, I anger, I talk, I listen, I fight, I befriend, I react, I eat, I abstain, I lead, I follow. Who is this who acts? But to seek to pass through, to move beyond, beyond thought, beyond reaction, beyond explaining, just to know to lose the ego and to let the eye of the storm pass over and beyond through my event horizon, through my personal black hole, where I don't exist at all. Thank you. To move beyond yourself is the key, just like New Zealand's own Michael Holt illustrates in his poem entitled Eye of the Storm. But if you wish to move beyond yourself, a good place to start is to move yourself. And we will end on that note with some freestyle action from the Superfly All-Stars reminding everybody, move yourself. You can catch the Superfly All-Stars along with DJ Rory Breaker, Morant, and the Second Floor Samurais this Saturday, September the 16th at the Beat Lounge in RCA. If you enjoyed this episode of our podcast, please be sure to share it with some friends who you know would appreciate it just as much and be sure to connect with Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy both on Facebook and on Instagram may your week ahead be free of obstacles and if you find yourself before any dragons may you be prepared and ready to defeat them thank you all for listening to Leroy's Library Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy's weekly podcast where we cover our community culture, news, events and any relevant information regarding life here on earth and in Bangkok. I am your host, Leroy Janconius III, and I bid you a stellar week, and I'll see you next Monday. Everybody move yourself. Everybody move. Everybody move yourself. Everybody move. Everybody move. Everybody move yourself. Yeah. Everybody move. Everybody move yourself.
ขยับเล็กขยับน้อยนะครับคุณได้เย่ยายูเฉยประเดี๋ยวแคลอรี่มันจะมาเกินไปเผาพันมันสักนิดกันหน่อยพวกนี้ไปกินทุเรียนให้มันสบายใจยายูเฉยเฉยเย่เย่ยายูเฉยเฉยเย่เย่ยายูเฉยเฉยเย่เย่ everybody 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 Yourself, yeah. Everybody move. Everybody move. Yourself. Everybody move. Yourself, yeah. Everybody move. Everybody. 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 Everybody move.